This podcast is brought to you by Udo's Choice, made with your health in mind. Health is your birthright and natural state. For more information on our award-winning supplements, go to udoschoice.com. I just want to get straight stuck in if I may Um, something that we've had a couple of questions about and something that really spoke to me from what you said was the noise that chatter that is constantly there and I wondered what's the best strategy for coping with it how do we quieten it down the noise (laughs) (laughs) well these are the questions you have sent I mean over 200 questions came in and some of you who have probably uh, uh, cell phones that are from different countries probably are still coming it through, you know, because they go around. Yeah, you'll be getting and, them till yeah. Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So the question is, where does this noise come from? Yeah. I mean, who is the perpetuator of this noise? Who is the generator of this noise? And where is the stage that it ultimately plays out on? So the stage where it ultimately plays out on is you. But where does it come from? Well, it is something that started a long, long time ago, right from your parents, because whose voices are there? They are included too, and the friends are included, and the boss, and the friends, and the friends of the friends, and everybody who has a two cent worth of advice, and it just gets recorded. But then the question becomes, why did it get recorded? (laughs) Who had the record button pushed in? Right? And we allow this to happen. We don't think we have a choice because we don't live our lives by that tactile feel. I was watching a show where they were showing this person who was challenged with the sight. And as he moved around the room, he had to feel everything. And where it was and how it was. And there were no assumptions. And we, the ones who have eyes, are most likely to have that chair pulled out from underneath us, or even miss the chair, but not this man, because he knows he has to have that feel. Every step that he takes in his life is taken deliberately, not just, uh, let me see what's over there. Do we live our lives like that? You know, and maybe the noise is, is, is a consequence of living a very unconscious life. That if there was a conscious life, then he would say, okay, since I have a tape recorder, don't fault the tape recorder, by the way. That's really good that you have a tape recorder. It's the content of the tape recorder that's bad. So can I put in nice stuff? If I'm going to have noise, let me have some really lovely noise. 
something that inspires me, something that gives me courage. Because we all need courage. That's why courage is there. Because <laughs> we need it. Because in life, the mountains that you have to sometimes cross, that we have created for ourselves, are no ordinary hills. Mind you, they are indeed mountains of extraordinary proportions. And it requires nothing shy of courage to even take on the challenge to do so. So, you know, this is in a way what I do. Because you look at the peace education program, and when it goes to the prisons, their voice, their tape recorder is going, I'm here and it's the fault of that person and that person and that person and that person. And they go through the peace education program and they start to realize, hey, look at yourself. And when they do, then they realize that they, can, they are standing at a threshold where they can change. And it is no mistake or an accident that people who go through the peace education program, at least the inmates who go through the peace education program, have the lowest rate of return back into the prisons. So we're not inmates, are we? <laughs> I mean, we're, we're, not, we're not in a prison system, are we? The prison system you are currently in, the other prison system, they'll get out after two years, three years, four years, five years. The prison system you are in, you don't get to get out till you die. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You're in for life. Folks, it's really time to start creating your heaven. Because there's no options here. The wall is there, <laughs> and, and there are no options. And getting rid of that noise and putting the nice noise on is up to you. It truly is, because you're the one who's, who's doing it, who's buying into this noise and keeps push play again, please. <laughs> you know, and, and has it on repeat. So it just keeps repeating and repeating and repeating and repeating. Life has the possibility of creating your own playlist. Your playlist that you like. Do you want to accept that challenge? You know, the issue isn't just the noise. We can replace it with something beautiful, something wonderful, something you like. Not what I like, you like. Because I want to create my playlist of something I like. You create your playlist, something you like. Wonderful, wonderful. <laughs> okay, this next one, this is a biggie. What is the antidote to fear? Especially the fear of making mistakes and being judged for it. Uncertainty. Creates fear. Fear creates anger. 
Anger creates harm. Harm to yourself, to others, could be anything. Harm is harm. Harm creates uncertainty. Uncertainty creates fear. Fear creates anger. Anger creates harm. And off it goes. So, you don't want fear. What should you do? What is fear? Is it a presence or is it an absence? Thank you. See, you guys learned too quickly. Um, there was certainty there, wasn't there? Yes, there was certainty there. And when the day you start living your life with certainty, then the ambiguities go away. And even if the ambiguities come, you have a weapon to say, no, this is uncertain. I want to be certain. I want this life to be real. It's not that you will remove every single obstacle. Because the obstacles will have a tendency to plunk in your way. But whenever you come across that obstacle, you have the power to be able to remove it. That's what's so beautiful. That's life. It has the power to remove those obstacles. You have the power. And you've always had that power. But again, you're a believer because believing is so much easier than knowing. It we love to abdicate responsibility. So you show me. Why? Why aren't you doing it? Are you incapable of doing it? No, you're not. You're a human. And as a human, you have that power to be able to move the mountains. And so, how to get rid of fear? Because it is an absence, bring the light of knowledge, not darkness of fear. Because that uncertainty will be removed by certainty. And there is nothing more certain than the knowledge. And there is nothing more certain than the knowledge of the self. Which actually leads me beautifully onto the next question, Prem, which is, what qualities do we already possess that help us best realize the self? I loved what you said about us finding our own destiny and finding that thing that we all have. So I suppose it's how do you, how do you really identify that? It's very simple. You know, people make things very complicated. And we make it like, oh, but we have to figure this out, and you have to figure out what you were in your last lifetime, you know, where you were a mongoose or a duckbill platypus or 
Um, and, and, you know, people go to great extents. And I, I know where people will tell you, oh, you were an elephant in your last lifetime. And I'm like, what good does that do you? What good does that do you? I mean, are you really going to go date an elephant? <laughs> I think I have dated an elephant, actually. <laughs> yeah. I think I have. <laughs> so, you know, what, what is it going to be? And you have that strength. And if you listen to your heart, it wants to know the self. It wants to be free. It wants to be in courage. It wants to be in clarity. It wants to have that beauty. Not just one day or one second, but all the time. And so everything is there. Don't don glasses that you don't need to. This is when you actually start to acknowledge in your life the things the way they are without a intent to change them. You know what that is called? Awakening. That's when you are awake. Because now you're not dreaming. You're seeing, oh, 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 you know, it's as simple as that. That's that way, that's that way, you know. And there's the noise, the fly. <laughs> but that's called awakening. That's what awakening is. That's what, in my book, that's what enlightenment is. Sorry. <laughs> oh, what? No, but you start to actually. Oh, 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 oh. And I don't have to change it. You're not responsible for changing it. So acknowledge there is a tree. One day, a bat came back and he was dripping with blood absolutely dripping with blood. And all these bats gathered around him, licking their tongue. Oh my God, you taste so good. Where did you get this blood? Where did you get this blood? And the bat said, I'm not going to tell you. So please, 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 we're so hungry and we taste this blood. It's so wonderful. It's so delicious. Where did you get this blood? Where did you get this blood? Tell us, tell us, tell us. He says, okay, follow me. They all fly out of the cave. And he says, you see that tree over there? Well, I didn't. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's, 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 it's as simple as that. Just, there's the tree. <laughs> That's where it comes from. You know, people are like, oh my God, you're a... You know, you're enlightened, now you'll know everything that's going to happen tomorrow. No, that's not about enlightenment. When you are enlightened, you understand the value of today. What is today? If you take tomorrow 
and remove it. And take yesterday and remove it. You know what you're left with? Today. That's what today is. It's nothing to do with yesterday and it has nothing to do with tomorrow. That's today. And that's where you are stuck. You don't think so. But you can sit down and watch the clock. 11.59 and 59 seconds you're waiting for tomorrow. This is as close as tomorrow going to get. And then as soon as it goes to zero, that tomorrow becomes today. And you're stuck in today. You can't go in yesterday and you can't go in tomorrow. You're stuck in today. Your whole life, in fact, the 100 years, 36,500 days, is all today. That's how long a today is. So if you understand that, you have the power. That's what it takes. God, delicious. <laughs> it's wonderful. Can you talk about the love between two humans? Um, can it be perfect? Love between two humans. So you're talking about boyfriend, girlfriend, boyfriend, boyfriend, two people coming together. Can it be perfect? It always is. That's how perfect it's going to get. One day you're going to look at that girl and say, what are you doing in my life? <laughs> Remember I talked about enlightenment? It's just seeing for what it is. You know, it's just seeing for what it is. That's what's going to happen. Why? Remember when you Remember in your closet, there's, a, there's some shirt, some jacket, some dress that you never get rid of, but you never wear it either? Yeah. You know what that's all about? That's love. <laughs> One day you couldn't wait to have it? And now it just sits there. <laughs> but that's the relationship of two people. Sometimes it's great, sometimes it's terrible. Two people were talking to each other and one said, yeah, this morning, you know, and I, 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 I looked at my wife and I asked for Cocoa Puffs and, 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 and I really meant cornflakes and, and, and it was terrible. And they started talking about Freudian slip. And he goes, yeah, this morning I wanted some cornflakes and I turned to my wife and I said, why have you ruined my life? When you try to expect perfection from what isn't,
you're going to have problems. It is much better for two people to come together and understand their flaws and why they are coming together. Why they are coming together and get on with it. Rather than this, oh, the perfect love. I mean, I always have wondered how come the Cinderella story just abruptly stops? I mean, I would have thought that the next part of it would be the most nice part of it. You know, they, oh, the prince loves her. It doesn't go there. It's just like, and, and they both lived happily ever after. Finished. Because that's what is perfect. Then expect perfection from what is perfect. And what is perfect is your, so far you're alive, your existence. Not what happens because you're alive, but your existence. The coming and going of this breath, you being alive, you being able to comprehend, you being able to understand, you being able to have that tactile feeling, you being able to celebrate, you being able to be in joy, you being able to be in clarity, this is perfection. This is perfection. <laughs> Expect perfection from perfection. If you're trying to expect perfection from imperfection. That's a dangerous thing. That's really, really a danger. That's like milking your car for milk. I don't know what you're going to get. Is peace something that you can choose to switch on? Is it as simple as that? In your life, this is a very good question, by the way, but let me give an answer. It's a little bit round robin, but let me give it this way. Most of us don't know the difference between our needs and our wants. Over the period of time, we have no idea, and we start to actually look at our wants and think that they are our needs. But we actually have needs. Air. Three minutes without it, and we're a goner. Warmth, three hours without it, and we are a goner. Some people can do it longer, but this is the rule of threes. And uh, three weeks, uh, three days without water, three weeks without food. This is not want. But I fancy French fries. Well, no. You need food. <laughs> you need food. And you need good food that's going to give you sustenance. Now, you have wants. So, of course, there's a medical term for dying because you weren't breathing. Asphyxiation. But there is no term, medical term, for dying because you couldn't watch television. But you think the television watching is your need while breathing, you really don't even consider it. It's like, 
is it that important till it till you get to the point so now you have two things happening in your life you have wants and you have needs so now the thing is needs you have to take care of every day every single day you have to take care of your needs wants who cares but it's the other way around you don't take care of your needs you take care of your wants your whole life is dedicated to your wants and by the way there is a multi billion dollar industry that tells you what you want and so the want that you have is not a want that comes from you it comes from them then you go to watch movies and they show you the lifestyle you really should have which you don't and so you sit there and you dream oh my god you know why have you chosen me not to be the one living like that you, you don't understand that's just a movie it's a set but so what am i leading to the question is not if you can turn on peace the question is is peace a want or a necessity do you need peace or do you want peace this is the eternal debate Because as soon as you can figure out that peace is a need, this isn't a question of turning on peace. It is has to be. Without peace, you as a human being fall apart. So peace is the very addition that is required for all of this. to function productively to function the way it is meant to function so it's is it a want or is it a need and that's i can't answer that for you i know what it is for me and that's why i have to work on it that is not a want anybody who is an aspirant aspiring for self knowledge this is the determination that they are making that's the aspiration process need or a what if they decide it is a need they will inevitably inevitably reach the platform of knowing themselves and if they decide that it is just a want even if they reach it they will not reach it i think that answers a big question for a lot of people you know uh, but that's just 
That's how it is. So the question isn't, is the question isn't can you turn it on? But if it's a need, then it needs to be there. And therefore, it needs to be there all the time. You know, you cannot say, well, I don't need to breathe between the hours of nine o'clock in the evening till six o'clock in the morning, I'm fine. I mean, you're not like Dracula, you know, it's like, okay. It's not like that. So it's not a question of turning it on. It's, it's, you determine, is it a need or is it a want? And it's up to you. And from there you will proceed. That, that will render your plan. Because if you only acknowledge it to be a want, eh, something better will come along. And you will always be looking, because that's the thing about want. You can buy a television on Monday, a Tuesday, you may pass across the same shop and they got a new one. It's like, ooh, <laughs> how come I didn't buy that? That's only $200 more, or 20 pounds more, or something. I mean, toaster. Toaster. I mean, it was a toaster. Ever since they've created the first toaster, it still does the same thing, creates toast and catches on fire. That's what toasters do. But it's like, oh, look at that. That is such a cool looking toaster. It's retro. <laughs> yeah, that's it. These are the things. So your eyes will be searching. Oh, oh, look at that. Oh, that's really fascinating. And that's what happens to people. Let's light the incense. Oh, yes. Now I am in peace. <laughs> Somebody told me that they love peace and they can come to a state where their mind is completely silent, no more noise. And I said, when you get to this place, does something tell you you are there? This person just looked at me and is like, are you for real? <laughs> no? Because this is the thing that's running the show. The noise is running the show, you know? And, and it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. So that's, that's how I would look at it. Not you can turn it on and off, but is it a need or is it a want? If it's a need, get on with it. If it's a want, hey, it's not going to change my opinion of it. Um, the most wonderful answers, just absolutely incredible. Thanks for listening to today's podcast, courtesy of the Timeless Today app. If you want to learn more about what Prem Rao talks about, he offers a practical online course called Peak. To help you understand and experience personal peace, go to premrao.com, that's R-A-W-A-T, and click on Peak. Prim's book, Hear Yourself, How to Find Peace in a Noisy World, published by HarperCollins, is now available. For further information, go to hearyourselfbook.com. If you have any questions for Prim Rout about his new book or Life's Essentials podcast, please email us at lifeessentials with primrout at gmail.com.